This Marketplace podcast is supported by Mingle, the agile project management tool for software teams focused on continuous improvement. Mingle's custom card walls and realistic reporting help teams start with familiar practices and change as they go. More at ThoughtWorks.com slash Mingle. Marketplace is produced in association with the University of Southern California. Coming up on the broadcast today, why aid to Egypt is so hard to figure out. Why back-to-school shopping is more than just pens and pencils. And Elmore Leonard on why Wall Street is boring. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Investing, renting, sending your kid to college? Listen to the Marketplace Money Podcast. Find it on iTunes or at marketplace.org slash podcasts. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdal. This is the Marketplace Podcast for Tuesday. It's the 20th of August, and it is great, as always, to have you with us. We are. We're not. We might. We won't. We have. We haven't. That about sums up the state of play in Washington today about aid to Egypt. Reports, rumors, more like really, were flying that the Obama administration has decided to cut off said aid. And then a State Department spokesperson gave what is, for now, the definitive answer. We have not made a policy decision to suspend our aid to Egypt, period. Period yet, one might reasonably add, seeing as how there are still high-level meetings going on at the White House on this topic. We asked Marketplace's Adrian Hill to dig into what exactly this aid to Egypt looks like and why it's so hard to stop giving it. When we talk USAID to Egypt, we're talking in the neighborhood of one and a half billion dollars, nearly all of it in military aid. The money goes into a bank account in New York, and Egyptian officials use it to buy equipment produced by American manufacturers. Things like the M1A1 uh, Abrams tank produced by General Dynamics. That's probably one of the most well-known items of equipment. Shana Marshall is with George Washington University's Institute for Middle East Studies. Also, she says they buy F-16s, helicopters, communications equipment, missiles, also some items that are, you know, that would be used in sort of domestic uh, crowd control situations. Like tear gas. The U.S. also spends money to train the Egyptian military. Marshall estimates hundreds of members each year, including Egypt's military chief, General Azizi. Mark Lagan is a professor at the School of Foreign Service at Georgetown. When you see uh, the military putting down demonstrators and so on, uh, you know, their training and and some of their uh, equipment is, in fact, underwritten by the United States. So what's in it for the U.S.? Why has it been so hard to pull back? Legan says one reason is that policy experts worry about Israel. That Egypt making peace with Israel is something we want to maintain so that one of the fronts of instability for our closest ally uh, in the region be kept stable. Experts say there are other strategic reasons. There's a sense that aid equals influence. It builds relationships. The U.S. military also has flyover rights and gets expedited access to the Suez Canal. And lots of defense industry jobs are at stake, making those tanks and planes. I'm Adrian Hill for Marketplace. The standard teenager social networking checklist, if we can change topics here for just a second, probably goes a little something like this. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, quite possibly. What about LinkedIn? Don't forget that. The giant and, dare I say, grown-up business networking site has lowered its sign-up age to 14. It's looking for the college and pre-college crowd with something called University Pages. Because 
Sadly, it's never too early to start worrying about your future, as Marketplace's Sabri Beneshul reports. You might think of LinkedIn as a place for networking, job searches, or just stalking job applicants, but John Hill sees it uh, differently. Um, It becomes a directory of dreams. Hill is the higher education evangelist at LinkedIn. He says the site's new university pages help students and schools start the dance early. We have the opportunity to help high school age students to identify the right university that fits what their interests are post-graduation. Say you were thinking about going to UC San Diego. Well, you could look up its page and see that many alumni are in engineering and lots of them work at Qualcomm. That would work for you. So add UC San Diego to your list. Brandon Busby is director of outreach at UC San Diego. LinkedIn has access to more folks than we likely do on the university side. So not only can it help prospective students see beyond college, it can help them during college, says Trudy Steinfeld. She's with NYU.